Welcome to the Wrath of the Oceans podcast. Two Gen X friends discuss fantasy, horror, and science fiction books and topics. This is episode 38, Moon Knight Initial Reaction. I'm Ron in Seattle, and he's not the Moon Knight, but he can moon you. It's I'm doing it right now, <laughs> listeners. Just imagine. Close your eyes and imagine. That's the only lame joke I could come up with, Jake. I was, yeah, trying, terrible, yeah. I was trying to do something really deep with Moon Knight, but hey, I really don't know Moon Knight that well. I, I couldn't make a joke about Moon Knight that the Moon Knight fanatics would love, but this is the reason why we're doing today's show. This is a Moon Knight initial reaction episode to the, the new MCU show that was on Disney Plus just this week. I have never read a Moon Knight comic book. I'm familiar with the name, but I couldn't tell you if Moon Knight was a hero or villain. And Jake is actually a much Moon more... Moonologist. Got my degree in Moon Knight. You're a Moon Knight expert, it sounds like. No, (laughs) I may play a Moon Knight expert on TV, but in reality, I'm just, I'm an enthusiast. I like the Moon Knight character. I know his origin. I've read a bunch of the Moon Knight comics, have some favorites, have some that I think are really dumb. But the beauty of this character is that writers have tried everything with this guy. And sometimes it sticks and sometimes it doesn't. But it's the first time I've I've watched an MCU show, any superhero show, and not think to myself, I wonder how they're going to handle this trope about this hero. I wonder how they're going to handle mythology behind the hero. I wonder who's going to play this character. But my head, I've always thought this actor. Oscar Isaac, I I didn't picture him as Moon Knight. Okay. He's not what I pictured as Moon Knight. He works. And he works because of his alter ego. I, I feel like he makes a better schlump than he does like action hero but that's part of the beauty of moon knight is that he's more than one person yeah i i feel like oscar isaac when it comes to these comic book slash science fiction roles that he's done i feel like he's excited to do moon knight because it's a nice juicy role he can find yeah. into he was great in dune but we all knew that character was going to die like yeah <laughs> before <laughs> before even the movie it was yeah. almost like you're saying gosh maybe you should play the baron or something more interesting for himself well i really like oscar isaac's work for a long time time i thought he was fantastic in that movie drive that's one of my favorite movies even though he has such a small role in that movie he brings something to that and obviously he was great in ex machina again a supporting role but he steals a show but yeah he does terrific work but i just think that he's done recently like the star wars films and again dune even though he's terrific in it it's it's not a role that he can really dig into i I think moon knight really creates that avenue for him to say hey here's my entire range of what i can do and you're right i feel like he's really enjoying playing this stephen grant character yeah so we should back up just a little bit i mean quick summary we meet stephen grant who seems to have problems with extreme sleepwalking he keeps sand piled up around his bed and he ties himself to his bed to his ankle and he also tapes his door to see if he's actually left that night so every day he wakes up feeling relieved if he has left his apartment in the middle of the night strange things start to happen to him and we start to learn that he has what's called a dissociative identity disorder and he's has a different persona i thought they handled that pretty well when he was switching back and forth because it's happening under stress at one point though when he goes to sleep he's transported to some place that's certainly not england where the show is based it's not in london england do you know where it is ron do you know where it is is it it, latvia Oh, did you figure it out? Latveria. Latveria, okay. Latveria, which is, he finds himself outside of Doomstadt. Yeah, which is Dr. Doom's kingdom. So they're setting up some Dr. Doom finally. Where there's some Dr. Doom. In fact, if, if you watch during the chase scene, there's a chase scene where Stephen Grant, he's escaping from the bad guys in an ice cream truck. I remember Behind that. Behind him, there are boxes in the truck. And one of those boxes says Von Du. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, so you yep, picked up so, uh, That's good. It, 
it's Victor Von Doom. I don't yeah, know if we're going to see him in the show, but certainly his character, his background is being set up in this show, yeah. which I had no idea that was going to happen. So yeah. that was exciting. We meet Ethan Hawke, who appears to be some type of religious figure among the people in this village. Yeah, I heard like, he used like David Koresh as a model. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's a cult leader. Yeah, a really strange guy named Arthur Harrow. He breaks glass and puts it in his sandals and walks around afterwards. And so I guess to give himself pain, I'm assuming, but he doesn't make a sound when he starts walking. But so the villagers gather around Arthur Harrow and he has scales of justice tattoo on his arm and they, the villagers have to be judged. And if they are judged as a good person, they live. But if they're judged as a bad person, even if it's something that they do in the future, bad things happen to them. And somehow Stephen Grant has been transported to this place and they believe that he has stolen something from from them and he has to get away and Jake says he gets away in an ice cream van. So I, I could say just as a fan of action movies, I thought those action sequences were great, especially for a TV show. They clearly put a lot of budget and production into it. It really was very exciting to watch. So on, on one hand, the debut of Moon Knight was a thrilling action adventure story. And on the other hand, I felt like they were laying the groundwork of the character. We don't really see the Moon Knight character until the very end of the episode. Overall, as someone who doesn't know anything about Moon Knight, I enjoyed it. I think it accomplished what Marvel wanted to accomplish with someone like me. I'm hooked. I want to see the rest of the series now. For you, Jake, as a real Moon Knight fan, what was your reaction to this pilot episode? I liked it. I think Oscar Isaac, I agree that he's a great actor and I, he's very watchable. And I feel the same way about Ethan Hawke. Right. Most of his work, I, I think, is terrific. The Moon Knight character has been played a bunch of different ways. So the explanations for his multiple personalities have varied over the course of the character's history, where it's either he simply has a disorder and was born with it, or he has the disorder as a result of this Egyptian god Khonshu's influence, or it's a manifestation of Khonshu's influence, or every bit of it is in his head, right? From soup to nuts, and that none of what he experiences is actually real. So the character is very complex. And again, they've tried different approaches to his disorder. And I think this approach, or th the way they're doing this time out, they're doing in the show, I think is so far is pretty good. A lot of mirrors, you notice all the mirrors in the, in the episode? Yep. So they really are setting up, and I, hopefully to explore his identity disorder and further detail, because it's not just Stephen Grant and Mark Spector, who is the sort of the prime personality, the core personality is Mark Spector, who is Moon Knight. Stephen Grant is actually one of the secondary personalities. Oh, okay. That's intriguing. Yep. And in the comics, he's not a Brit. Okay. So it's not even clear that he's a Brit on the show. The yeah. accent's not great. It's not, I don't know if we're supposed to believe that he's a guy who just thinks he's a Brit or if that personality is actually British. So Jake, you said that there's been different writers and artists handling the Moon Knight comic book for a number yep. of years. What they chose for the MCU show, did they choose a very specific Moon Knight written by a very specific writer? Yeah. Or was so it Jeff have a hodgepodge Lemire. of, okay, Jeff Lemire? I think to a degree that it's a hodgepodge, but I have read that Jeff Lemire's relatively recent take on Moon Knight, it was the most influential on the show. And that is the run of Moon Knight that really doubles down on exploring Mark Spector's dissociative identity disorder, such that the entire run or the majority of the run is all these different experiences that Moon Knight has that are either they are occurring primarily in his head and like some really weird stuff. In one issue, he's a werewolf in a spaceship, piloting oh a spaceship. Gosh. 
Just really <laughs> wacky, uh, really strange stuff. And the conclusion that's drawn in that comics run is that he needs to integrate and accept these personalities in order to function. So it's really that runs less about him as a hero and more about him as a person that, with a mental disorder that he needs to learn to deal with. I can see why you um, found it appealing, Jake, because... Because I have a mental disorder. I was about to tell the listeners... <laughs> I don't have that, but it's... <laughs> I was about to tell the listeners that we did an episode on Swamp Thing, which is one of Jake's yeah. favorite comic books. And the Swamp Thing also had a number of writers, a very prominent one named Alan Moore. So he used that as a canvas for his imagination. And it sounds like this is what this specific writer did with... Moon Knight, he said, hey, I'm going to do whatever I want to do with this character. This is really a project born out of his love of the character and a desire to do something different. And for that reason, Jeff Lemire is a very talented comic writer. He just says it's Sweet Tooth that he that was just adapted for television. I think it's on Netflix. He's got a really great storied history in comics and is well worth checking out. But this run of Moon Knight is terrific. It's not my favorite, though. OK, interesting. So my favorite would have to be the Warren Ellis Moon Knight which introduces the character of Mr. Knight, who is this, he's a detective who rides around in a limousine and solves crimes. Like, <laughs> it's it, a really interesting take. Is Mr. Knight one of Moon Knight's personas? Is that what you're saying? M- Mr. Knight is established as one of his personas. Okay. And the character's so nifty looking that when he's wearing this white suit, that writers since then have started incorporating the Mr. Knight character as well. And I, I believe that we'll see Mr. Knight in this series as well. So, so I don't know how many of these personalities uh, we're going to actually meet in the series. Right now, it's just those two, but there are a few more. Moon Knight has his own John Constantine. That's what you're saying. He's his own John Constantine. He's built, yeah. And the degree to which he is or is not like a supernatural character or a character with a supernatural background also varies from writer to writer. Like it takes all vary. Like this Khonshu, this god that he's talking to, again, is it is he there? Is he not there? Is he a god? Is it a void in his own head? Depending on how the writers handle this, it could be any of the above. But yeah. I think the take they're going for is Khonshu shoe literally exists and these kind of there's a jackal creature in the show that i think we're led to believe that actually happened so there will be a supernatural element to the show i think they're going to explore and even the it's amit i think is the the name of the goddess that ethan hawk worships and this is a real egyptian goddess who lived in the underworld and depending on how anubis judged a soul if that soul was unworthy she would eat that person's heart and then the soul would be destined to wander for eternity and never reach Osiris. yeah so this is a real goddess Kanchu is a real god egyptian god so the degree to which they are or are not real in the marvel universe i think will be established over the course of the series but it looks like they've leaned into the idea that these are actual figures that are somehow participating in human history so speaking of ethan hawk's character arthur harrow the one thing i did read about this Moon Knight series is the villain they chose only appeared in one issue of Moon Knight. Seems to be an interesting choice for a villain, for someone who is a fan. Were you surprised by the choice of this villain? Was yeah. It, is it disappointing? It's a little disappointing. There's a character who's basically a Bushman. <laughs> it's not Bushman, this, like Superman. It's Bushman is his name. And he is Moon Knight's original arch nemesis. He is a, a fellow mercenary who shoots Mark Spector. And basically Khonshu, or at least Mark Spector, believes Khonshu has resurrected him and later he goes on over the course of the series to have multiple encounters with this bushman and finally ends up 
tearing his face off, like literally tearing his face off in one of the more grotesque scenes in certainly in Marvel comics. But I would like to have seen him as the primary antagonist, but I could live with it. I hope they keep the series light on the kind of the Avengers stuff. Like we don't need, I think, any allusions to the snap or anything like that. But let's keep it grounded in this character. And I think that will work better. And Bushman is he's not a supervillain. He's just a really nasty guy. Maybe what the writers were thinking was they needed an interesting story because if they wanted to do another Moon Knight, if Moon Knight is to be an important character in the MCU, which you hire Oscar Isaac to do the role, it's got to be important. So maybe they just thought, hey, we we have a six episode show. We need to hook in people like, again, myself as soon as possible. What's the easiest way to do it? And again, since he doesn't have much baggage with the Arthur Harrow character, maybe they said, hey, we can do whatever we want, really. We can borrow the name. So it's somewhat part of the canon. We can be inventive and do something yep. that could fit into that six episode arc. And that way we're yeah, not dis- disappointing right. the hardcore fans. We're like, hey, you really screwed up Dark Phoenix story. Hey, you really screwed up the Superman versus Batman story. Well, the problem with doing a Moon Knight story that adheres to that, that sort of initial run or the antagonism between him and this other character is that it starts to feel a little bit like the Punisher or something like oh, that. Yeah. Right? Like it's okay. done before. Yeah. What I like about this is that they did do something something relatively novel without destroying the the basis of the character so it's staying true to the character they've done something that doesn't feel like a marvel retread you know like something that they've already done but so it's not my disappointment stems specifically from my enjoyment of that the interaction between those two characters not necessarily thinking that's the right way to go with a tv series watching the show you spotted the dr doom easter egg did you see any specific moon knight easter eggs in the show i know they really Um, sometimes they do this pretty quickly but i'm just curious if you saw anything that was not tipped that, to the hat uh, to the fans so eventually you're going to see these uh crescents right you don't notice Kanchu's carrying a he's carrying like a staff the crescent on it Kanchu is the god of the moon and, which makes sense hence moon Knight. he's also the god of time travel okay there's plenty for Kanchu to do if they do decide to eventually release moon Knight, which i'm sure they will into the wider universe after exploring him locally, which I think is what they need to do here, then you, you might even see like a Kang Kanchu kind of interaction, mm-hmm. which does happen in the comics. There's a kind of Moon Knight versus Kang arc at one point in the history of the, the character. I didn't notice anything like the Doctor Doom th- things really stuck out because they're like pictures of Doomstadt in Latveria. They're essentially dumped onto the screen. Very clear that's where it is. So yeah, so in that sense, it was obvious. If there's other stuff in there, I, I missed it. I, I only I was going to watch it again before we we recorded. I just didn't have time. Yeah, I, didn't, I had to work. unfortunately (laughs) so i didn't have time to watch it a second time but i'm sure there's probably other stuff in there knowing now the the reveal of the moon knight costume at the end of the show again for myself i've seen him in comic books i thought it looked pretty cool they went with more with a mummy wrap style Mm -hmm. kind of approach as opposed to which they have done in his runs mostly they tends to be like white cloth like not Mm -hmm. not much texture to it again my favorite moon knight costume is the mr knight oh mr knight (laughs) costume which is a white, all white suit, white tie with a white mask with a quarter moon on mm-hmm. the head. But it just looks like, he looks like uh, a Tom Wolf or something with a mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> you know, so I, I like that a lot. Being outside of my nerd like liking other forms of literature and being a Tom Wolf fan, I thought it was kind of neat. Oh, but uh, the costume works in the series. 
it looks to me like he's going, I remember Wonder Woman, the old television series where she twirls around and then she's in her costume. It looks like maybe they're going to do something like that where he transforms. <laughs> that I'm not crazy about. Going to the bathroom, change into your, your outfit. You know, that's, that works better for me with Moon Knight. Because it really is, he was originally intended to be a street level Marvel character. So the more powers you imbue him with, the less like the Moon Knight that I like best he is. And he's had the Phoenix Force like recently. He's, so he's mm-hmm. done a bunch of, his power levels tend to fluctuate in the okay. Marvel comics. And they also fluctuate with this, the, the phases of the moon. Okay. So when the moon is full, he's at his most powerful. And not every writer uses that either. It's, it really is take what you like from the Moon Knight <laughs> the history of the character use what you like and put it into this show and yeah. i think that's what they're trying to do so there's only five episodes left what do you hope to see in these next five episodes for you to say hey mcu you did a pretty good job what are the, the three things the mcu producers need to do to um make it I, satisfying I for the moonlight see, fan yeah i would love to see his old partner frenchy show up at some point who's a mercenary over the years there's been a lot of comparison between moon knight and batman and that moon knight is just uh you know marvel's ripoff of batman which is not completely inaccurate. You could make that case. In which case, Frenchie is the Alfred to Moon Knight. But he's an interesting character I like a lot. He has a love interest in the series as well. I have a sense that she's probably not going to show up. I wouldn't mind seeing it like maybe a flashback to Bushman. The most interesting relationship Moon Knight has is between himself and Khonshu, okay. who, again, depending on who's writing, may or may not even exist. And that's the relationship I'd like to see play out over the course of the next five episodes. And it's F. Murray Abraham yeah, who's so doing we, his voice. Yeah, so, so we, you know, got that'll a, be a lot got a big fun. name in there. So we, we know yeah, yeah. it's going to be a big part of it. I don't see a character named Frenchie in... IMDb. I do. See, yeah, I don't see anything. I do see a Layla. I don't think Layla's not the love interest either. Okay. And not as she may have been in a run that I may okay. have missed. I just remember in the show, someone called him and was surprised he was still alive, but she was referring to him as Mark Spector. So that she may, she may actually be one of his core characters. No, uh, but his love interest is named Marlene. I think. Mm. And you're right. I don't see any attribution anywhere well, he's, online for that character. Again, with, with such a rich, varied history, you can take this character in many different directions. And yeah. 99% of your audience is not going to care about what direction you go to as long as it's exciting. You're right. The one thing I would say, not a criticism, but it was reminiscent of Venom. I've only seen that once, but hearing that voice saying, hey, you're an idiot. And that did remind me of Venom where Venom's getting frustrated yeah. with the lead character who he's possessed. If I had to make it to a logic complaint, it, it might be that sometimes the pace felt a little off mm, okay i don't know if that was just me at the time i was watching it it might have worked better as a longer episode they try um, to make that compact they put a lot of stuff in there get an action show you're getting some idea of who steven grant is mm-hmm. you don't really know who mark specter is even at the end he's you could see him in the reflection getting mad at right. steven grant but we don't know much about mark specter yet and we see the reveal of the costume we see a lot of arthur harrow but we don't exactly know what his motivation is yet but again enough for me to pull me in and say i want to see episode yeah two. i'm definitely on for the full haul i I do think it's getting a lot of press definitely uh, and most definitely of it's is. pretty positive so I, I i have hope listen audience again this is an initial reaction show and we plan to do a deeper dive maybe we'll give it like a few episodes jake maybe get to like yeah. episode four or five and then we can do a little more at that point where it's almost over well, i did hear it episode four there's a big reveal <laughs> okay all right and now all right. i'm now i'm not so sure who it is like it could be maybe it's dr doom i, I doubt that they would trot him out in D- in this show yeah all right uh, they pr- i would think they would want to wait See, to actually I- show the character until a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, um, I would have thought he would have been like an end credits in the sixth episode, right? Yeah, you're right. Like that's, and, That would be the right place for him. But yeah, 
maybe that's a good time to do the show is after that fourth episode because that sounds like that's going to get a lot of buzz. I'm excited. It's nice to watch a show that I can. I don't know the mythology behind it. To me, it was so intriguing to sit down and say to myself, I have no idea what's going to happen here. I don't know anything uh, about this character. My, I was waiting for Stephen Grant to say, Atreides accepts. <laughs> <laughs> he looks different without a beard, huh? Yeah, yeah. No. Cleans up nice. <laughs> Uh, but I think he does a really good job with the character oh, yeah, like, yeah. playing him like a schmuck. Yeah, and he's like friendless and he's talking to, <laughs> cool. to this uh, yeah, a no. mime <laughs> at, you know, at one point and his goldfish and is like, he's friendless and yet he carries on. I really feel like he actually enjoys Stephen Grant. Yeah, yeah. I, very much. And I, it, Yeah, it feels like a role that he's really enjoying and having. Yeah, he's clearly having fun with it. Yeah, so I'm glad they got him and not someone else because I, to me it's like a belief that the character is important and you get an actor who takes his craft very seriously and at the same time is quite entertaining doing it uh, but yeah i thought the whole action sequence where he's getting chased in the, the cupcake truck was really hilarious getting chased in a cupcake truck is a good excuse to have some humor and it's um, all too possible though so jake that pilot i hate to put you on the spot to rate things but a scale from uh, one to ten ten being uh, know, we don't like met your expectations things. let's say uh, we, it, it did meet expectations yeah i'm not saying is it the best pilot in the world but is it something where as a moon knight fan as a moon knight <laughs> fan i was satisfied with it yeah good. i thought it was pretty dark Darn good. Good. On the scale of a from that this is horrible to excellent, I'd give it a very good. Hey, listeners, we have a quick call to action. We recently reviewed the show from on Epics, and we noticed the downloads were lower compared to our other episodes. We think this may be due to the fact that people simply don't know where to find Epics on their streaming services, or they just don't want to pay the $5 a month for it. Here on Wrath of the Ioceans, we like from on Epics so much, and we don't want to see it get canceled like Archive 81. So here's a tip. At this point, From will wrap up its season very soon. So if you sign up for the free month of Epics, you can easily binge From in a weekend. And believe me, you will binge it in a weekend. Then you can cancel the Epic service when you're done with the episodes. Another thing to remember is the Amazon acquisition of MGM was just approved and Epics is the streaming service for MGM. So if From shows good ratings, then I'm sure the decision makers of Amazon will approve of the new seasons going forward. So check out From and download our review on it. It's a funny episode and you'll like listening to it. Also, a quick preview of episodes ahead. You've heard the buzz around Oscar-winning director Bong Joon-ho's latest sci-fi project, Mickey 7. We're going to have Edward Ashton, author of Mickey 7, on our next show. Show. That's right. It's a great read, so check it out. Also, one of our favorites and friend of the show, author Sylvain Nouvelle, will be joining our show again. He'll chat about his latest novel, Until the Last of Me, which is book two for the Take Them to the Stars trilogy. So lots of good content to look forward to. And listeners, as always, thanks for your support and downloading. We'll see you in the next episode. 